0: Previously on the infinite escape room. But a banana doesn't have crumbs.
1: What is the speed of banana?
0: Am I able to do a little poop into my little monkey trousers? You pull out a Cleveland steamer.
1: Give me shlott and poo as well, Michael.
0: I do eat a lot of fibre.
1: Eh, monkeys. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums come together, have a drink and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Mike. Hello, I'm your host. And this evening I am drinking a Badger's Founder's Keeper. It's a Creek-style cherry beer, um, 6%, and it's very sweet and cherry, and what I can taste of it, because I'm coming out the other end of a bout of COVID, um, is very tasty and beery. What I can taste of it, which isn't much... And locked in with me this evening we have... Hello, I'm Ben Levy Griffiths and this week I am drinking a
1: trusty blue moon and I am doing so out of an itty-bitty tiny uh, pint glass with a handle. Uh, it makes me feel giant. Is it a pint glass of that size? No, no it is an actual itty-bitty tiny one. <laughs> uh, if I do that, you might be able to see that it says half pint. Aww. Aww. Just
0: Ben looks like a regular sized person.
2: <laughs> okay i'm rebecca ferguson and i am drinking a nelson's blood bitter uh, which is 5.1 percent and i bought it because it said it had got some rum in it but when i've read the list of ingredients it doesn't have any rum in it so i'm not sure oh. about that hmm. i'll wait and see
0: are they allowed to put um, that on the tin
2: <laughs> they didn't put it on the tin they put it on the labeling shop
3: Oh, But they might have said something like,
2: you know, a hint of rum or something like that. You know, like they say, a hint of tobacco or a hint of coffee. And-
0: but they're not actually like dunking fags in it. Yeah, OK, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't
1: say it could make you run, did it? No. <laughs> that sounds like Mark's beer. Sorry, Mark, for are proceeding your beer. Oh.
4: <laughs> right, I, OK, I'm Mark Childs and I'm drinking for whom double tolls? Double is the spelt the Flemish way because it's a double beer. And that's cherry flavoured as well. So there we go. And it is, I've just looked it up, 6.66%. <laughs> well, <laughs> so
2: I can't clearly. believe
4: it's really 6.66%. That's just got to be, because I mean, there's nowhere they can know to the nearest 0.01% how how strong it is. So that's How devilish. Like a a mm. bit of shtick. Yes. Yeah. So it's uh, from Harrogate. So even more devilish. No, I don't know if there's a devil Harrogate connection, but I don't know. <laughs> if it was Whitby,
2: that would make sense, but not Harrogate.
4: Well, uh, I was going to say that's where I got it from. No, I didn't. I got it from Whitley, Whitley Bay. There's a <laughs> bottle shop there called Hazy Days. So every time we go to Whitley Bay, we pick up a couple of the more obscure beers that we can find. So this is this is the one that's left. <laughs> so I wasn't too sure I'd like cherry flavoured, but it's, it's going down pretty well, really.
0: Oh, what's, what's the devil connection with Whitby? I feel like I've missed something. Double. There's no connection. It's just called double
4: because that's a type of Belgian beer. It's double. It's double strength or double. Uh, well, reckon would probably know well, well, it's. Do you know double? No, no. And then they I have to make while you're talking. And, and they have to make. Um, yeah, do that then. Great, then great explanation, so far, make, Mark. <laughs> they have to make double beer in Harrogate, and there's no connection with Whitley Bay. It's just where I bought the beer from. I mean, this is why there's no connection. <laughs> because there's no connection. It's just, it's just a double beer from Harrogate that I bought in Whitley. Uh, I'm hoping you're going to call all no,
0: this. No, no, Rebecca was insinuating <laughs> there's some sort of connection between the devil and Whitby.
4: Oh, I was talking oh, about. Well, D- there is there. That's like where Dracula. That's where Dracula came. That's where he turned up at. Um, that feels like the conclusion oh, yeah. that I was originally expecting. Like oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes. So yes, in the um, I've been reading the. Um, the english translation of the swedish translation of dracula that's really interesting
2: why have you been doing that
4: it's a completely different story is it like <laughs> a flat pack coffin or something is that the the first <laughs> <laughs> they like. just made up their own version i think instead of it, they couldn't be bothered doing the actual translation or they couldn't get an actual copy of it so they just made up their own oh. so it's very but it still comes it still comes ashore in whitley bay so not whitley bay whitby
0: there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna do uh an uh, A good edit there, I should think. <laughs> no, no, I think I'm gonna leave all that in. I think that's gonna be Oh my uh, god, really oh dear God. Just to give people real flavour because uh Mark and I actually do a, another podcast <laughs> together. This is um uh a podcast that Mark and I have been doing together now for three and a half years. Uh with frequent and much appreciated guest Rebecca, uh as well, mm. um, called Pedagodzilla. Um and rather than me talk about it, Mark, Rebecca, would you guys like to introduce yeah. it? It feels like a r- weird like a bit weird to kind of introduce my own show, my own, Your show. own podcast. <laughs>
4: a bit cross-marketing. Um yeah, it's we uh so all of us work in higher education and some of us know some a fair bit about education and it's a good way to tell, teach other people about education. So that's part of what the remit is is so that people can tune in and it helps a bit with their development and all that sort of thing. So it's got a serious side but the fun size fun size the fun side is that we pick a particular pop culture thing so i think rebecca's uh, first episode was buffy the vampire slayer and problem-based, problem-based learning. learning and computational thinking mm-hmm. two for the price of one so we use one to explain the other we use the pop culture to explain the the pedagogy and then um and then think of tips for your own practice and people people seem to like it it's I think it's it gives uh, something which can be a dry subject. Sometimes it gives it a bit more of a of a fun feel to it. Really makes it more listenable to. Um, so yeah, uh, forty something episodes now. I think so. Yeah. yeah, and
0: something like twenty waiting to be published at the moment. I think we've got.
4: <laughs> we keep on now. recording them faster than we can edit them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Rebecca, you're um sort of your frequent guest on it, but um also, as insinuated earlier, professor of education. Well, professor of learning, is it learning futures? Professor of Learning Futures. Rebecca, blow blow everybody's socks off with a piece of learning of the future.
2: Uh, well, I'll just talk about a learning future that uh Mark and I and possibly you might have been involved in. Uh we're thinking about uh once again about virtual reality and augmented reality and extended reality and how you can use those in learning. And Mark and I have been tearing our hair out because we've been doing this for about 15 years and we know all things that can go wrong. And uh, Meta has come along and gone, oh, we've had this brilliant new idea. And we're going, no, you've had this rather bad old idea and you haven't learned anything (laughs) from what anybody's learned ever so that's frustrating us um so at the moment we're not doing anything about learning in virtual reality we're just playing mini golf
0: <laughs> yes oh Rebecca, do you have a quest too as well yep oh brilliant we'll have to all get, get into a game of golf
2: um together soon yeah i mean if you re- want to research something uh, learning futures is a good thing to research because people will give you a quest to play with
0: that is good that is good tonight i just published um actually on virtual thing i just i'll say published i've just um, shared um a piece of research that we did um on using virtual world sorry this is just boring now uh virtual worlds for hybrid work um (laughs) sorry ben
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah, we'll stop in a minute yeah ben what's what's
1: your connection i must admit as as somebody not in the industry that doesn't need to 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 know it um Certainly, back when I was listening to lots of podcasts, *Paras Godzilla* was on my regular listen. Um, just because it is like just really, really accessible. You don't need to be, mm. you don't need to, to sort of be in the industry to understand it. It's just super, super nice just to just to listen to. That's I mean, the right answer, like Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and I just—I like didn't do shirt. it quite word for word, Mike. <laughs> that sounds it's more like *In though. the Post*.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and it's just a chance to talk about like geeky TV shows and films and things like that. So I mean that's that's the main thing for me really.
0: Mark, where can people find us? <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Yes, you're doing this as if I'm the person representing Pedagodzilla. Uh we're on pedagodzilla.com, <laughs> so you can listen to that. You can also uh find us through all the normal podcasting feeds. Uh just look uh, look up Pedagodzilla, and uh, and there we are, really. There's a picture of Godzilla with a mortarboard on. That's the one that we are, but I think we're the only thing called Pedagodzilla. Must be. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, listeners may be wondering, uh, those who are still tuned in, um, <laughs> what we actually do on the Infinite Escape Room when we're not um, masturbatorily uh, plugging uh, one's own podcast. Before we go any further, I would just like to thank our glorious, fabulous patrons, and in particular, Christopher Cheng, J. Cameron Cooper, and David LeCompte. Thank you so very, very much for keeping the show on the airwaves, the socks on my feet, the carpet um, underneath my socks. If you'd like to join the ranks for as little as a pound a month, you can do so over at um, patreon.com slash theinverse. <laughs> you can find access to bonus episodes, um, unedited material, nonsense, lots of nonsense, Uh, And more, but not much more. It's mostly nonsense. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Love you. So what is the infinite escape room? Well, it's an escape room and it's infinite, except instead of your regular old escape room, which happens in bricks and mortar and clay and salt, um, this one happens in your ears and imagination holes in the little neurons firing betwixt your ears. Each week, one of us will present a part of the Infinite Escape Room, and this week, it is me, while the others, our guests, try and solve it. If they don't escape within the allotted period of time, which will be discussed later, then they will lose, and terrible, terrible things shall befall them. And if they lose their lives, then everybody will be very upset, because unfortunately, that is an entirely possible outcome of the puzzle that I have set up this week. The stakes are high. (laughs) Wow.
4: Normally, it's just a, um, a deposit that we lose of something yeah. or other. Well,
0: I, I was like, a, a, a deposit felt like, what hey, if, you know, your favorite fork, or like, you know, that, that mug with the nice chip in it. You know, it's um, unfortunately, if you screw up in this one, you could doom yourselves forever. Oh dear! Well, wow. okay, that could be the, this could be the final episode then, couldn't it? What about that? that's a good question. <laughs> is, is there? Do you have an object in your house that you do value more than the prospect of being?
2: I was thinking we could all lose our Oculus Quest.
0: Oh, yeah. (gasps) But then life would not be worth living. You see. (laughs) Well, okay. Then if you break anything, you will lose your Oculus quests. And Ben, I suppose you lose the closest you have, which is your glasses. I'll I'll, I'll lose yours instead. (laughs) Oh, mine? (laughs)
2: What? Yeah. (laughs) Excellent.
0: <laughs> but I was going to demand that you like duct tape some two monitors. To
2: do there now, Mike.
0: Yeah, no, I'm feeling <laughs> it. I, I shouldn't be feeling this stress. This is not how this was supposed to go.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, are you ready then, folks? Yes. Well, were we going to do that thing about last week's the
4: last the monkey thing about the banana bread that happened? Do you actually no
0: in space. in space? In space. Oh, God, yeah, no, sorry, yes, I, I, uh, wrong sorry, podcast, brain. Wrong, no, wrong in podcast brain in, re- yeah, sorry, <laughs> we were talking on another podcast, and before this one started, so I can understand why listeners might be a little confused, um, about a very important question about, would banana bread bake funny in space? We got mm. really hung up on this, and then Mark found the answer, Mark. It doesn't bake because you don't have convection currents. So
4: all, all, basically, you're doing is like shining a light on it from above. You're not actually baking and putting heat through it, so it doesn't. Things don't bake. There you go. That's actually not as interesting an answer. I thought. I just I, said it, I thought this is actually not that interesting, is it? I don't know. I think it beats the Whitby connection. Oh, okay. Oh, gee, yeah. Okay. Let's
0: skip that, then. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is... Oh, man. Mm. Delicious. Delicious, unedited material. Um, okay. <clears throat> Banana bread material.
4: Okay, sorry. Kick so, off.
0: Are you ready, folks? Yes, yes we are. <laughs> then let's enter the Infinite Escape Room. Last time on the Infinite Escape Room, you, still in the form of monkeys in spacesuits were put aboard a dodgily made experimental space shuttle about to be launched into space. With a combination of deduction, defecation, hints and Welsh cakes, you managed to short out the controls and escape, shortly before it lifted off and exploded in midair. You take a moment's rest, scratching your monkey butts through your spacesuits, when you notice a gaunt, doddering pensioner approach you. My fellow mammals! he starts, before tottering over onto his bum and having a little micro-sleep. Good golly, it's walking cryogenic experiment and octogenarian president of the United States, Joe Biden. He writes himself, and a secret service agent forms a human chair underneath him.
5: We have just recovered word that ex-president Donald Trump has stolen all of our launch vehicles and transported every person who thinks wrestling is real to the moon. Obviously, this is a huge problem for the United States of America, and me personally, as the pickup truck drivers of today are the organ donors of tomorrow. You need to stop an ape, you use an ape, and that's where you come in. We need you to stop him, and as chance would have it, there's one last thing that can break orbit that he didn't think to steal.
0: The secret agent chair produces a sheet of paper and passes it up to Biden.
5: We received word ten minutes ago that an object had left London, England at incredible speeds. Intel says it looks like an advert for sleeping pills in a dress, originating from somewhere in Downing Street. It appears to have been launched from the door so quickly that it will shortly achieve escape velocity. We've got the technology, and we can utilize this." A Secret
0: Service agent picks up your little monkey bodies and puts you gently in a skip. Another one starts twirling a lasso while looking at the sky.
5: If you can do this service for our country, we will grant you the highest honour we can afford, the Congressional Federal Medal of Eagle Flag Freedom, and access to the presidential McDonald's. She's nearly here, (laughs) Mr. President,
0: (laughs) mutters an agent, tying the other end of the lasso to your skip.
5: God bless, and Godspeed.
0: In the distance, you gently hear...
5: Shit, shit, shit,
0: shit, 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 Getting louder and louder. The agent throws the lasso in the air, catching the blonde missile just as it whips overhead. You are thrown to the back of the skip as it instantly lifts off, dragged behind the thing with the ground zipping quickly below you. Through the roar of the wind, you hear, We
5: import two-thirds of our cheese, that's a disgrace.
0: And then see the earth lift away, and the star-speckled blackness of space fill your visors. No sooner are you admiring the curve of the earth, and the majesty of creation, than something flashes in front of you. Oh god, it's the UK economy. In what is now called the trust manoeuvre, the vague-eyed zealot that you are anchored to crashes straight into the economy. There is utter chaos. After a few moments of chaos, you regain your senses. You see the stars. But you're in space, so that's fine. Drifting away in all directions, the remains of Liz Truss, your skip in the UK economy. The first fragments turning a cherry red as they hit the atmosphere. You are, yourselves, immobile and surrounded by the contents of your orbital skip. Before you, cresting the horizon of the Earth, you see the moon. You're probably going to reach it in around 40 minutes. And at your current speed, you might even go through it. Your time starts now and i should warn you it is entirely possible to doom yourselves so consider your actions well
2: so we're a mobile but we're moving very fast
0: correct you are uh stationary well relative to one another but uh right kind of orbiting rather and quickly. The skip yeah and the british economy because that's yeah, yeah. well the, the british economy is kind of you know that's um that's had sufficient energy in past <laughs> it's in
4: shards it. around us basically so can <laughs> we see anything in this side to skip
0: Uh, So, uh, the skip is nowhere to be seen. Well, I say nowhere to be seen. Bits of it are, you know, burning up. There's nothing. There's no relevance to any of the little bits burning up then. That's just just lovely set
4: dressing.
1: Setting a mood. Lovely,
4: lovely, nice. Mm, Can we take some
1: inventory on what we have on us, what we're wearing, and are those Welsh cakes still about? Um,
0: No, but (laughs) Laura's literally (laughs) just bought me a fresh baked cookie. Love you! So, yeah, sure thing. So uh, you look around and you can see one another. Mm. Mark and Rebecca, you are floating around five metres apart and relative to one another entirely stationary. And then Ben, you are five metres away from both of them yourself, also stationary. Uh, Imagine yourselves almost like a triangle. You can see there's a rather distant, what looks like might be a lander module it appears to be floating around 100 metres away. Uh, it's got a couple of big, reassuring, retro, thrusty, slowy, downy, knotty, splattery into moony looking rockets on it. You can see the remaining content of the, uh, the skip, some detritus, which appears to be floating around 10 metres away from all of you in an eerily still scatter. And you can see the moon, which for something so small on a cosmic scale is looking absolutely and increasingly fucking massive. You feel like you'll probably hit it in 38 minutes.
3: Hmm.
4: So this stuff that's 10 metres away, is any of that of any relevance whatsoever? Or is that more set dressing? Um. We, you can't really tell at this distance, I'm afraid. Oh, so we'll have to... Is, is that—is those little bits, are those in the exact opposite direction from the lander module? They are betwixt you and it. Ah.
2: Oh, and we're still in the spacesuits.
4: You are all still in the spacesuits, I... Oh, well, yeah. that's good. <laughs> that they yeah, very much in space. I'll be very sure. I think we're going to have to get over to the lander module somehow.
2: So we need something that's going to give us some
4: propulsion force mm. to move towards it, mm.
2: or to stop us so that it catches us up.
4: No, we're still just going to have to throw something in the opposite direction from it, aren't we? I say, if I flail, does anything happen? <laughs> no, you just stay in place. It's all to do with <laughs> conservation of momentum at this point. Hmm. <laughs> Do we have anything within reach that we can throw in the opposite direction from? Does Amanda this on? take
2: us back to the beginning of last week's?
4: How do you mean? I assume they're all standalone somehow. I mean,
3: they they, they
0: connect loosely. We're trying a meta-narrative at the moment. Within- Is there a meta-narrative? Then, oh, my God. Then we would have to open a flap on our
2: spacesuit, which wouldn't work very well. I, I
0: would, You know dead. how I mentioned you could doom exactly. yourselves earlier? I would say opening the flap on your spacesuit to do a poo would be a good way of <laughs> dooming yourselves. Mm.
2: Okay, we're going to have to jettison something else. Have we got any bits of Liz Truss stuck to us in any way or the British <laughs> economy?
0: Okay, um, do you want to kind of investigate yourselves? Oh, yeah, okay. So, please. Yeah, sure. So um, you can see that you are, you know, yourselves sort of very gently, well, Ben's having a bit of a flail, but you're all sort of gently slowly uh, <laughs> spinning, but otherwise stationary relative to the objects around you. Uh, you are mm-hmm. still monkeys in your little monkey spacesuits. Uh, there's visors and thick material that um, restrict your vision and movements a little bit, and you find it quite difficult to, to see yourselves. You can, however, see your arms, each of which has a small red trigger on one wrist reading emergency RCS. Now, uh, Rebecca, you actually sort of asked if you could pack yourself down a bit. So I'll, I'll Rebecca, you pack yourself down and um, you see that you've actually got an, an old retracting metal tape measure, uh, which appears to have been stuck to the back of your elbow with a bit of skip goop.
2: Because I did see Taskmaster this week and they did use an old retracting tape measure to reach over to things so that would mean i could open out my old retracting tape measure and i could reach perhaps towards ben with it and ben might be able to grab the end of it
0: i'm afraid you extend it and it only goes four meters
2: surely ben has a meter long arm
0: i guess i'm (laughs) considering like a you know a full extension radius of five meters uh, from each of you Mm. Space is well. What, I mean, I think this RCS thing
4: is possibly a good route to go down. I'm mm-hmm. rockets. Hopefully, the R stands for rocket. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't know mm-hmm. what could
4: RCS stand for. I don't. Wanna, I mean, I can press my trigger and see what happens, but, um, but you
2: might go but shooting that, off into space, and then I we never get you back.
4: Well, I would. I would aim myself towards the the ten meter away detritus and the lander module. I just you wouldn't just press but, it a little you, bit. You Mark. don't
2: know where any anything's coming out to propel you. So we'd no, need to find well, that it, out first, but, wouldn't we? Wouldn't you want it? Because how would you know where to aim yourself otherwise?
0: <laughs> Mike. Well, I can confirm this? that. So Mark, on request of gently touching his button, uh, feels a light shuddering in his pack, but, uh, in the little backpack behind him, but doesn't otherwise move. Mm. Oh.
1: My fear is the emergency bit, is that if we press it, it's basically a one-use thing. that That's my fear. Mm. I, if, in fact, it works at all, now that we've just heard that. And um,
2: also, we'd have to think about where we're going. Are we going to each other, or are we going to the launch? We're probably going to the rocket the launcher, aren't we? Yeah, um, but that sounds like the only...
4: I mean, it, it, we could have another look around. Is there anything else within, within visual distance apart from the moon?
0: Do Mark Can myself have anything... Help? any details stuck to us um well ben you have a, a feel of yourself and you feel nothing stuck to you mark would you like to have a little self-fondle uh, yeah i yeah i have been throughout the last um since we started actually <laughs> fabulous keep your hands where we can see them for the rest of the recording please
4: um well mark you uh, right, no, i'm having a bit of a fondle no have I discovered anything
0: <laughs> certainly you uh find that there's actually a wire coat hanger that appears to have adhered itself uh to your side right. uh, stuck once again with some disgusting miscellaneous skip goop.
2: Well, hang on. Then well, could Mark, mm, could Mark yes. unravel his um And coat then
4: hanger? Hook, hook the extension. Hook
2: the extended. extension on my tape measure.
0: You do so. You connect, you unravel the wire coat hanger. You keep the little hook end, because who wouldn't? Uh, mm. And you hook it onto the end of the uh, the tape measure of Rebecca's. All right.
2: So just we can uh, now pull each other towards... The, Yep, sure. So we can join up.
0: Yep. So, uh, Rebecca, you, I guess, thumb back the mechanism, uh, causing the little spring thing to very coolly bring you two gently together. You are now uh, together.
4: And how far are now we would we be from Ben? We would be within four metres of Ben now, wouldn't we? Uh, Just under, I think, yeah, because of the way triangles work. (laughs) Yes, I've just been drawing it out here and trying to do a quick little bit of... um, of geometry so that means then we can extend out um rebecca's uh tape
1: measure tape
2: measure
1: to ben, to ben so. and then we're all together
2: Woo-hoo.
1: you extend the
0: tape measure out to ben
1: ben no, grabs I, it i hope try and reach it uh, but i don't know if i can just yeah. yeah you can reach it i can excellent i reach reach for the tape measure then excellent and rebecca do you
0: reel him back in
2: i uh, definitely reel him back in so it's three of us now, but we've all moved a little bit, haven't we? Now, have we moved closer to the lander?
0: Yeah, I think you no, moved forward we, about a metre and a half.
4: We would be within the triangle. We would be at the centre of the triangle we used to be, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah, Well, so the position of the three of you relative to the lander has um, not really changed. But the position of Rebecca and Mark compared to the lander, uh, you've essentially moved forward by a metre and a half and Ben's moved back a few I've probably got the maths on that slightly wrong.
2: I'm I'm glad we have Mark here doing the trigonometry that is sorting this out for us.
0: <laughs> but broadly, we're in the so, same location on average. So, so Always
1: now... bring
2: a, a physicist monkey into space with you.
0: <laughs> this is why I was like, oh, this is going to be the most cerebral episode ever. So we're going to need a professor and a doctor <laughs> and a man with a beard. beard. Um, so
4: I guess now one way you could propel, you do have something you could propel away from yourself to propel yourself closer to the 10-metre stuff, and the lander module, which is one of us three. You could, hur- well, if, you- if you hurled me away from yourselves, then you two would head off in the other direction, ah. and I would just end up going off into space at twice the speed in the other direction. That sounds risky.
2: We only need to well, what I'm hoping four metres away from the lander, and we've already moved a metre and a half closer, so we're eight and, and eight half still, metres so it's away.
4: 10, it's 20 metres away. How far away is it? It's
2: no, it's half ten. Uh, no, the lander oh. module was
1: a hundred meters. The detritus oh, was it? is ten. Detritus. 10.
2: Now um, that we're so close, the detritus. You're can not we close see to anything detritus.
0: good in that. Are we further away? You can see stuff. Yeah. You're close enough to see that there's stuff. Unfortunately, the lighting in space is less good than you'd think.
1: Can we? Can we if,
0: mm. sorry, I, I you, think. Mark. I think. Well, that
4: would be my, my. That would is like you hurl me away until you can get to the ten meter stuff. Then you started th- throwing that in the opposite direction from the lander module. You then end up on the lander module and then somehow find a way to make it work and come and rescue me. How would that work as a solution? Are we I'm losing out? self our...
2: sacrificing of you, Mark. <laughs>
4: well, no, it's well, noble. Um... <laughs>
2: <laughs> you might be gone some time.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, true. Now, mm, now we're then. all together. Can we. Hmm. Um, can we inspect each other given that our previously our, our vision was uh-huh. impaired for what we could see? To see if uh, maybe yes. Mark had a had an empty RCS tank, but uh, Rebecca mm-hmm. or myself have a more full, full one when we determine. Uh, sure thing.
0: Uh, okay. Ben, would you like to play the um the space doctor, I guess? So seeing so as this has been your space tailor? <laughs> whatever the <for> sure. <laughs> What's the title for a person who kind of checks people over? Space Customs. Uh, uh. <laughs> um yeah so, so <laughs> space fondler yeah, space fondler, yes. fondler. intergalactic <laughs> criminal ben lavery um <laughs> uh, yeah ben you have a look at at everybody's back and i suppose in a moment we can look at yours as well um so the first thing you notice is that everybody in the rear of their pack has a teeny tiny little thruster port labeled rcs reaction control system on their back. Ah. Uh, and rather embarrassingly, somebody appears to have forgotten to take the little cap off the end of each of them.
4: Um, so take each other's caps off?
0: Wow. Rebecca, okay. on your back is um, a scrap of a book. You can see just a bit of title which reads Lunar Magic. There's one fragment of text on it which reads, Only instructions that refer to the wizard can affect the wizard. bit cryptic. Mark... You can see something even stranger. It's a tattered piece of paper, which may well have come out of the skip. It appears to show a crude drawing of Thomas the tank engine with an AK 47. <laughs> and Ben, glued to your back, I say glued, gummily stuck with more skip goo, is a single long metal handlebar. Roughly how long? <laughs> About six hands. Can we use the tape measure to double check? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's, it, yeah. This is this is a, an imperial tape measure, which means it includes hands. It's it's, <laughs> it's exactly six hands.
2: It includes hands, but it presumably also includes more conventional inches, inches, like centimeters, 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 rods.
0: Yeah, rods, perches. Quite a wide oh, yeah. tape measure. It's got a lot of units of measure. It's got okay. fractions of furlongs. Got a bit of a fathom in there.
2: Can we try with centimeters?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, it's twiddly umphy centimetres long. Okay.
4: I'm guessing this is a distraction, otherwise Mike would have made a note of how long it is. Mm.
2: It's, it's
0: not it's not important how long it is. The length people, of it is okay. Quickly. Uh, well people you tell say, you that, but it's not true, Mike. Mm, oh, when you my say handlebar? Is it like a <laughs> like a like a bicycle handlebar? <laughs> I mean I'd say it's like a bar with a handle. Handle. <laughs> a handle. Well, it's like a bar that's all
4: handle. Well, I I I reckon we 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 take the caps off the RCS and we head towards the um the lander module.
1: Well, I'm wondering whether we all want to do that, or whether, given that I have um uh, an appendage of which you could hold on to, I uh, use my. No, no,
0: (laughs) we talked about this. We have guests.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is why we can't do (laughs) episodes. Maybe (laughs) we must hold your appendage. Hold your handlebar. Um, and and just use mine. So, yeah. I don't know. Potentially,
0: okay, I, I haven't had a
1: handlebar before like this. Okay, so
0: I mean, yeah. Do, do you want to let's ride yeah, let's Ben like a space then. vespa? Okay, okay. So you, yeah. Well, no. So
4: so basically, is this he transforms from space fondler to space Vesta
0: Yeah, he's, he's versatile, <laughs> our Ben. He's yeah. versatile. Okay, brilliant. Okay, so uh, uh, Mark and Rebecca, you you hold on to the. Handlebar starting okay. I'm going to say very loosely with skip goo on Ben's back. Mm. Okay. Ben, what are you doing? Well, you we hang on to it to make sure
4: it's
2: well, on better. Mark can hold on. Uh, Mark and Ben can both hold on and I can hold on. Everybody's holding on so nobody floats off.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And someone's that. taking the cap off of my uh, RCS port. Yep. Yes. And we're going to aim up to the uh, detritus and I'm going to push yep. the RCS button okay. on my wrist.
2: Do we want
4: Off to go to the go. detritus, or do we want to go to the lander? Well, the okay. detritus is in between us and the yes. lander, so we have to go through the detritus to get to okay.
0: the lander. Okay. Um, you hit the uh, the the red button on your glove, Ben, and you hear what I can describe as <laughs> rather disappointing kind of gassy fart comes out of your little RCS thruster, and you start to slowly, slowly move towards the wow. pile of detritus.
2: Okay. Okay. How long is it likely to take us to get there?
0: <laughs> I would say, uh, let's see, what's your time at the moment? I would say it's probably going to take you another um, 10 minutes at your current rate. Oh, that's and too slow. We don't isn't have it? 10
4: minutes. Yeah. yeah. So we, us, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to right, set off my else. RCS as well. Yeah. Okay. So we've we got two RCSs going. Does it, Are we
1: traveling a bit faster now? We're I say before we do that, if if okay. um, if we have double the, the RCSs, does that mean double the thrust? Therefore, double the speed? Because yeah. Uh, yeah, that's five minutes. We get we get this down to what two minutes, two and a half minutes. If we
4: well, want... it's double the acceleration, so we would get there a lot faster than half the time, wouldn't we? Wouldn't we? I just oh, press no. buttons and Google.
1: I. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> also our initial velocity is now faster isn't it So we're not going a, to rel- a standing start like we were before
4: yeah. Well it's relative velocity so all of that cancels out probably What oh, does it no. Yeah Um okay let's let's tr- try two of those and see if we get in there a bit faster
0: Mark uh, you hit your RCS button and yours makes a kind of a less of a and more of a kind of morning That's after okay. a curry sound um Mm -hmm. through your suit which you can hear not with your ears because it's coming through space because science um yeah it looks like you might now hit space no one can hear you go it looks like you might now hit it in around about two maybe three minutes oh okay
2: but that's just the debris and the debris Mm. is 90 meters away from the lander
0: yes Mm.
4: but i think we would want to i think we would want to be going through the detritus fairly slowly in case there's anything useful in there, wouldn't we? Yes. So, so the detritus
2: is going to be bits of Liz Truss. <laughs> I can't see any of that being useful to me. Hey! No. <laughs> uh, but bits of the UK economy, which bits of the UK economy would might we be looking out for? Mm, we never I know.
1: I was thinking probably more. So whatever was in the skip that, uh, that might still be yeah. there.
2: More use than the yeah. UK economy, yeah. <laughs>
1: possibly. Yeah. We have excellent creative industries.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually been we talking about it so much, we're probably there already now, aren't we? <laughs> so um, what can we see? in no, this You still got another minute and fifteen to...
0: seconds, unless you fire the, oh, okay. uh, the additional last well, well,
2: well, we're halfway let's there. Better. We must be beginning to see the larger object.
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you can see... I'm going to have to keep a careful eye on the time here. You've done a real thing to me here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, you can see the of to, pro- to try to start to approach you. Um, mm-hmm. It appears to be, as Ben's correctly summarised, uh, the contents of the skip you originally arrived in. Um, you can see a rather rotten-looking large car battery with uh, jumper cables attached, a big bale of cotton wire, uh, two mm-hmm. large lengths of iron pipe a bucket, strangely, um, of manky capacitors, and you only know they're capacitors because there's a big uh, bit of writing on the side saying capacitors, uh, which appear to be um, slightly covered in jam, uh, and several half-used rolls of duct tape. Hello listeners, it's Editing Mike here, and I done screwed up. I'm going to blame COVID and COVID brain because, heck, it's a excuse you only get to use every now and then. Um, but yes, I should have said copper wire here rather than cotton wire but that's only the first mistake the second is going to be a gross assumption on my part as to the ubiquity of uh, a certain type of uh, projectile launch system which may well uh, come to you shortly but what you know and what unfortunately i've totally failed to communicate to the team is that that should be a large bale of copper wire not sure what cotton wire is but uh, It's not what i meant to say. Whoops.
2: This is becoming a very physics and engineering sort of a thing, isn't it? It's
0: a good thing we've got, Mark.
4: Well, I don't know anything about making stuff.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know the theory. (laughs) I'm
4: I'm the theory. I'm a theoretical uh, chef.
0: And Um, you crash into the pile of detritus. Your velocity uh, relative to the detritus is now zero. You are mm-hmm. gradually moving towards the lander, but you will hit the moon long before you hit the lander. Okay. You and the lander will likely hit the moon at basically the same instant because of the way I'm, that the lander will come up to meet you. I'm guessing
4: we probably need wire, capacitor, battery, duct tape, because some for some reason we're going to have to open up the lander to get into the lander, which is going to require lots of bits of technical things. Is that... Is that fair? But, do You reckon that sounds at this point, plausible? We're
2: not we're not going to be there soon enough to do that. We're going to have to speed up a bit. So well, we don't. We haven't tried have your RCS. Well,
4: we There's haven't tried of of your RCS yes yet, have we? So yours could be the one that actually works mm-hmm. properly. <laughs>
1: um, revisiting some of these bits that we had attached to us. Yeah. Um, Mark had a, a picture of Thomas the Tank Engine with an AK forty-seven. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if. I'm kind of uh, taking away um uh Thomas here, but whether tank and engine and A K forty seven are meaningful in some way. Uh the engine being maybe like the car engine the car battery comes from an engine. Um mm. the A K forty seven is a projectile and I'm, I'm kind of I'm looking at this iron pipe and thinking if we could somehow fire something down it, that could propel us
0: in a particular direction if we wanted to. But that's about as far as I've gotten with that. Well, let me um, tell you one thing. I actually left off the list because of COVID brain, apparently. Um, you can also mm-hmm. see um, some... In no, where was where were these? Oh, crap. They were supposed to be stuck to somebody's back. Okay. They're now in the pile <laughs> of detritus. Sorry. I missed a note. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so you find in the pile of detritus, um, stuck to, I guess, the, uh, the lengths of iron pipe, um, some rather large uh, magnets. You assume they're quite strong. Oh, okay.
4: Strong
2: magnets.
0: Okay. Oh, now we. So
4: we have to build a dynamo, I suppose. Do we? We spin the magnet inside an electric field, and it makes movement. So somehow, I can't Fleming's left hand law. That's all I remember from that. Right. Oh, th- I think a dynamo
0: in this scenario would just sort of
4: spin. Okay. Yes. When we want to go in a straight line, don't we? Yeah, but if you do
0: want to be sick in your spacesuit, then this is definitely the solution (laughs) I'd suggest. (laughs) Hmm. What was the bit of paper that Rebecca had on the back of her back? Uh,
1: Only instructions.
2: It's a book of lunar magic, and it says only instructions that refer to the wizard will affect the wizard. But we haven't seen a wizard or any clues about that yet.
4: So this is the decision we have to make. Do we want to take any of this stuff with us or do we want to try out Rebecca's RCS unit and get ourselves over to the Lunar Module? Or do, in order to get there really quickly, do we just let Rebecca go and then with the whole thing about self-sacrifice again? I know it sounds a bit heroic, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then hopefully she can work out all the bits she needs to get into the thing and come and rescue us. But the idea of three of us all getting over there in time kind of does sound a bit
0: implausible. Mm, what do you think? Because you've got 90 metres to go. Or if you consider the speed it took the three of you to go 10 metres mm. on a single RCS, one of then you going three. 90, you may struggle to reach it. Oh, really? Just Even with just one? Okay.
4: Yeah.
2: But if possibly if we jettisoned something that we've got... Would that move us faster?
4: No, not faster than a reaction control system.
2: Can we... Let me
0: know if you'd like a clue. Uh,
4: I think I'd like a clue.
0: Um, I'd like to refer you again to the the crude drawing that was on Mark's back. Thomas the Tank tank
2: Engine with an AK-47. Last time you saw Thomas the Tank Engine, he was doing something down at King's Cross Station, wasn't he?
0: I think he did a murder last time we had him on.
2: He did a murder: <laughs> Right. that wasn't with an AK-47 though.
0: Was no it? no I think AK-47
4: Oh this is and this is cryptic now, isn't this it: This
2: is only a drawing It's a crude drawing. Yeah. Who yeah. might have drawn that and then thrown it away. Why might it have stuck to me, to, so, to me. have we got any have we got any sort of indication of what stuck it to you, Mark?: Been Goop bingoop bingoop bingo.
4: bingo. penguin penguin <laughs> yes <laughs> ben, it the, the penguin that's, yeah. that's what he wanted the
0: ak-47 it's like oh that
3: fucking penguin <laughs> um,
0: so uh you're all very much i would say on the right lines of thought earlier with how might you you know propel yourselves or discard something jets it. and something in order to propel yourselves fast enough I would say the right. things that you have at your disposal are one clue. I would say that the crude drawing is the other. The capacitors, we have many of them. Just a bucket of them, yeah.
1: And 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 how big are they relative to the inside diameter of the iron pipe? Um <laughs> where they fit sort of snugly but go through. Yeah, they nice they go in, yeah. Like an I just thinking projectiles. <laughs> mm.
2: So are we oh. thinking that Thomas has got an AK forty seven to speed him up? And so we want to create some sort of AK forty-seven lookalike to speed us up.
0: Good thoughts. Wrong track. So
4: yes, I was thinking can we okay. can we build some propulsion thing out of duct tape, pipes? Um, magnets, a battery, capacitors, and wire. So we pass electricity through the wire and then that, does that, re, does that impel iron somehow? Ah, oh, I can't remember my physics well enough to, like a rail gun. I mean, how do they, mass propulsion, you know, what they call them? Magnetic propulsion things. Magnetic system I guess there's
1: thing. one of two things potentially here. So we've got, we could throw something or propel something away from the yeah. lander module to propel um, us, but yeah. if we also have magnets, and presuming that the lander module is made of metal, <laughs> um, we could also propel the <laughs> magnets, hopefully holding something, and then. Re- but the magnets work
2: across a vacuum.
1: No, we,
4: Ben know. means all the way to the lander module, and then reel mm. ourselves in from the yes.
1: wire from oh, like I a grapple. Oh, I see what you mean, but I don't know that we've got anything long enough. Yeah, we we've don't got have got the duct
2: tape. Re- we, could
1: oh, we got wire. We could attach the
4: wire somehow and throw the magnets, like like fishing, like you know those fishing games where you have got little magnets on the end of. The metal
2: I think we could also do really it with like... the duct tape because we could mm. sort of get it to unreal like a fishing mm. line.
1: The uh, the cotton wire, uh, uh, Mike cop, you know, copper like... copper wire copper wire copper. Sorry, I think you said cotton. No, no, I definitely, definitely they, copper. Imagine like wire wool sort of stuff. Okay, Mark, you
4: actually said. Um... Magnetic propulsion system or something was that the
1: clue? Mm-hmm. Railgun is that what you railgun? Railgun rail? Gu- rail, rail. rail oh, because it yeah, because the, the train is on a rail and it's got the, a, the thing that goes on a rail has a gun. Railgun.
0: How does a railgun work? I was really hoping well, having the gun. physics teacher on here actually would. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, the the physics teacher with access to Google. Well, <laughs> well let me tell you how a railgun works. Basically, okay. um, you yeah. it's an electromagnetic rail which you use to fire very quickly a you can fire uh ferrous uh, projectiles with it essentially um all you need uh, okay. to make a very crude one is um uh, a power source some capacitors to hold the charge you get a nice big pump um and then you make kind of a positive ma- negative uh, rail with the copper wire on either side uh, and then you just need something to hold on to really sorry something to fire Okay. We should so really
2: the have taken my up part.
4: with us, shouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> so, so the magnets aren't part of that whole thing then. Oh, so railgun, that's the Thomas the tank engine and the AK forty seven was a pun about railgun.
0: More of a clue, really, but yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: okay. Yes. Okay, got you. Right. A p- okay, a penny so I was just key. thinking. Yeah. All those separate bits. Oh, that could be like a railgun. I didn't really think of the Thomas the Tank. Gun. Okay, so, <laughs> but I'm not, still not exactly sure. Can we just can we just assume that somehow, as three monkeys that have survived so much shit already, that we just Absolutely. know how to build a railgun? Absolutely. Okay, well, so. I think I think I just explained what one is. So you do what I explained. Yeah. You, uh, okay. We'll do what you explained, which is. But yeah. what do we fire then? Do we fire? To the, the, is it the magnets? Do we have to fire the magnets?
2: We could fire some capacitors because we've got loads of those.
4: No, we, we may only have the, enough. Capacitors. We, we mm. need the capacitors to store the charge to then fire that in a big... There's the, there's the handlebar, I suppose, or the well, six-hands wide
1: handlebar.
2: It had to be something ferrous, oh, yeah. didn't it? Oh, the handlebar yes.
1: ferrous? No,
0: I believe I described, described it as metal or iron.
1: Yes, and if there's six hands, yeah. we each have two hands to hold on. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. So I I'm think still... we fire ourselves, holding onto the or fire the handlebar oh, while we hold on to Right.
3: Yeah.
4: That's and a, and a, a half good minutes
1: idea. Remaining. Yes, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. So all this stuff
4: about reactions and things, and let's uh, re- conservation and conservation of momentum. Forget that. Fire ourselves at the yeah, and then you've got the railgun shoots. it Doesn't matter how fast, back in the opposite direction. Yes. Right then. So let's build that and fire ourselves
0: excellent you build a rail gun okay. i do apologize for the sheer um obscurity of that one i figured you'd look at it and go oh Thomas Tank engine ak-47 rail gun or that you just see <laughs> whale of cotton wire i need to get myself from a to b I'll make a quick rail gun sorry i was just assumed that was well um... i was
4: i was kind of there with the whole that would film some sort of dynamo or whatever or projection yeah okay anyway
0: yeah Maybe i've
2: never heard awesome of a rail thing. gun I oh, you know they're okay. so
1: cool um yeah, it's just it's um, <laughs> like eight and a half minutes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I actually paused pause the time. Okay, I had to pause the
0: time. They are so for Rebecca.
2: Okay. So a, how long is the, it going to take us to build a railgun?
0: Described. I mean, it's 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 so quick. They do it at primary school these days. Like every every Wednesday. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Right. Build your kid a railgun day. Um, so yeah, you um, your hastily constructed duct tape railgun. You uh, put the um, uh, the handlebar in between. All three of you grab onto mm-hmm. it. And then I suppose, Ben, with your articulate monkey foot, uh, you touch the crocodile clips, uh, sorry, the um the jump cables to the uh the leftmost pole to complete the circuit, and there is a <tong>
2: <p-tong>
0: except that's the sound you would assume it would in make the,
2: in the vacuum, except yeah.
0: in the vacuum of space. So you, you think <"P-tong> we feel it. We feel yeah. it through a uh, spacesuit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What you really feel is Bruh! As the sudden acceleration makes you feel <laughs> quite nauseous. Um, I don't like roller coasters. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> really doesn't like roller coasters. Um, <laughs> yeah, they go
4: up and down, though. We're just going straight on, aren't we? So that's that's fine.
0: Because of physics and equal and opposite reactions at Walmart, your impromptu railgun disappears quickly behind you. That's, the that's lander cool. comes towards you rather quickly. And three, two, one. Mm-hmm. bong, Thump into it. You are now... Right on the outside of the lander. It's smaller than you'd expected, basically just a rocket with a few handholds. Uh, there appear to be a few components accessible to you, each with three switches beneath it, and the whole assemblage looks a little bit peaky. You can see there are four parts. The first part uh, is labelled reserve fuel. It's a battered cylinder with particles of something escaping into space. The second part uh, is labelled readouts, uh, it's a collection of cracked gauges, all showing low. The third part is labelled loom. Uh, it appears to be worn bundles of wires, blacked, cracked, fizzing in spots and glowing alarmingly in others. And part four is labelled the wizard, and it's just an innocuous box.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, there's so there's also give a set instructions of instructions the wizard.
0: Yes, and there's an, a set of instructions printed underneath all of this, which I'm going to put into the chat now.
2: So if the loom is damaged, we shouldn't enable reserve fuel. And the loom is damaged, isn't it? Because it's worn bundles of wire.
1: Um, So while the clever people have a think, I'm going to read this out for the audience. Um, It says, in event of fuck up, uh, the first bullet point reads, all subsystems should be enabled by default unless otherwise instructed. Second bullet point, if loom is damaged, do not enable reserve fuel. Third, Enable readouts unless all other systems are jettisoned. Fourth, do not jettison subsystems unless instructed, including the wizard. Fifth, jettison any disabled... Sorry, jettison any disabled systems except for the loom. Sixth, if any subsystem is jettisoned, disable the loom. And last, if all other systems are enabled, disable the wizard.
3: Hmm.
2: Okay, the thing so three to- switches, are they separate from four parts, or is it that each of the four parts has
0: three switches? So each of the four parts has three switches. There's a, a green switch, a red switch, and an orange switch. The green switch um, appears to enable it, the red switch appears to disable it, and the orange switch would appear to jettison the part. Okay. okay.
1: But we have got something that says, only instructions that refer to the wizard affect the wizard. Okay. Know that. Yeah. I'm just wondering whether we only do things that... Um, Well, when it says, I suppose... Okay,
2: so what if we go through them in order? Okay. So we start off with the assumption that they should all be enabled, which is all four of them. Mm -hmm. If the loom is damaged, we don't enable the reserve fuel. Now, is the loom damaged? Yes. It's worn, but is it damaged?
0: Blackened, fizzing in spots, glowing alarmingly in others. I would okay. say yes.
2: Definitely damaged them. So we okay. want to
0: make sure that the
1: reserve fuel is disabled. So should we press disable just to be on the no, safe do, side? Let's
2: flip yes. one side okay. for the moment.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Right. Enable readouts unless all other systems are jettisoned. So at the moment, we definitely want the readouts okay. enabled because we haven't jettisoned anything yet.
1: We presume everything is here.
2: Do not jettison. Yeah, we assume there weren't 28 things to stop. Most of them have been jettisoned. Mike, does it look as if anything's already been jettisoned?
0: No, everything appears to be um, there. Well, I say everything. You can see the fourth part, which is labelled the wizard. You assume there's a wizard in there. I'm guessing that's how space travel happens.
4: Oh, and it also says jettison any disabled systems, except for the loom. So the loom is disabled, but we don't jettison it.
2: Yeah. If any subsystem is jettisoned, we disable the loom. If all other systems are enabled, disable the wizard.
4: Where did no we... that's not Well, okay, so we can't enable the wizard because the loom is disabled.
1: The loom is damaged, damaged. and so in theory, the reserve fuel should be disabled, which means that all not not all of the systems are enabled, okay. So I think that means that the wizard should be enabled.
4: Yes. We should disable the
1: reserve fuel.
2: Yeah. And enable everything else.
1: Enable the readouts.
2: Yeah.
1: And the loom.
2: We only disable the loom if a subsystem is jettisoned. We haven't jettisoned anything, so the loom should be enabled. If all other systems are enabled, we disable the wizard but one of them is disabled, so we enable the wizard.
1: But then it does say jettison any disabled systems except for the loom. So does that mean that we disabled mm. the reserve fuel now?
2: Ah, that's true. Okay, so if, we've jettisoned, if we jettison the reserve fuel, then where does that take us?
1: The loom is presumably enabled, presumably. Do we have a way of seeing if the loom is enabled? Um, you can well, Mark, you decide. You decide. Well, we <laughs> we can, thing. can do
2: it. If any subsystem is jettisoned, we have to disable the loom.
1: So now we disable it.
2: And if all other systems are enabled, we disable the wizard. But they're not all enabled, so we enable the wizard. Yeah. So the reserve fuel is jettisoned, the readouts are enabled, the loom is disabled, and the wizard is enabled.
0: Yeah. Two minutes remaining. Okay. The moon looks looks big.
1: Has that, that done anything,
4: Mike? Uh, so that. is that
0: what you're? That what you're going with?
4: Why is the reserve fuel disabled? I didn't.
2: It, it's jettisoned now.
4: Jettisoned. <laughs> oh, <it's> jettisoned. <laughs> okay, I didn't get the jettisoning it, but I'm.
1: I'm. I'm. I will. So I, mean, we, we, I will. Where's
4: confidence?
1: We disabled place... it because okay. the loom is damaged. Point number two is why we disabled okay. it, and then point number four sure, yeah. okay. is we jettisoned it because it was disabled. Right, yes, got you. Okay, yes. Okay, okay. and we've only yeah, got two minutes, that.
2: so we might as well. Yeah, no, let's do it. Let's seconds. do it anyway.
4: Yeah, let's do that then. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay, let's- we're jettisoning the reserve fuel, we're enabling the readouts, we're disabling the loom, and we're enabling the wizard.
0: Okay, so you hit the mm-hmm. orange button for the reserve fuel, and you see the battered cylinder piss off into space, literally, like pss- Except again silently again you you imagine the sound (laughs) you enable the readouts and they show you the things that only cracked gauges can you disable the loom and the sparking gently fades and you enable the utterly innocuous box which you assume contains the space wizard uh, which is of course how space travel happens because god knows Mm -hmm. it can't be science and your time stops now you hear a crackle in your helmets
5: gandalf gradual
0: astro Oh no this is a bad voice to do after covid <laughs> <laughs> I think I might do a voice effect for that one <clears throat> Yeah I think that'll be post that'll be in post production mm. mm. Gandalf, gradual astro... Yeah, I'll just do this in post. Gandalf,
5: gradual astro-navigation delta and landing fallback, system activated, beginning retro-thrust.
0: You grab tightly onto the outside of the module as the thrusters ignite, and it takes all of your monkey strength to hold on as the moon comes up to meet you quickly, quickly, and then more slowly, until, with a light bounce, a rather suspicious crunch, and a puff of moon dust, you find yourselves down on the lunar surface. You hop off to look around you. Whoops! Your crap lander appears to have smushed the original Apollo landing site and bent the American flag. You're about to pick it up and put it right when you notice a gun-shaped shadow fall over you. Two figures in astronaut suits are standing a little way away from you. One is playing a banjo into the void, and the other is pointing a double-barreled shotgun at you.
5: (laughs) We don't like your kind round these parts.
0: Crackle's the one with the gun.
5: (laughs) Yeah, you tell him, (laughs) Skeeter.
0: Giggles the other, still ineffectually plucking his banjo. Oh no, space hillbillies. And even worse, directly behind them, someone's building a moon laser the size of a cruise liner with Make America Great Again emblazoned down the side. To be continued, and you've solved my puzzle. Well done with 36 seconds to spare.
2: Hey. Uh, Hey! Hey! That was beginning to sound like the bad ending. Be <laughs> <laughs> sure we've not gone to the bad place instead of the
0: good place. <laughs> the bad ending I can, I... would have been you'd bounced. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think at some point there's gonna be have to be an episode where we stop being monkeys. I was tempted to make it this one. Oh.
0: No, I was tempted to make it this one, except I couldn't work out how to fit it into the intro and the intro is already so bloated. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, you're already in space suits. It's fine.
4: Yeah, no. Well, I mean, monkeys belong in space, don't they? I mean, there's so many. Yeah, we're space, space monkeys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, but jolly, jolly well done, folks! You, uh, you, sm- you smashed the um, the deduction logic puzzle at the end. That took me like, oh, an hour to work out the logic of and You destroyed it. I was. I was. I was. I- did not cope with that.
4: <laughs> I know there's logic here, and probably with an hour, I could probably do this. But anyway,
1: I was I was worried it was going to be recursive, um, yeah. and um, and so because we disabled the loom, we had to then jettison it. You we know, were going around in sort of a circle until we got mm. to a, an end. But um, thankfully, it wasn't. <laughs> like if we those. jettisoned the loom, then everything that was there would be enabled so the wizard would have been disabled and i was like that seems like well it's you know it's 50 50 then and <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i should have added, i should have added like a go back to one or something <laughs> instruction in there that would have been truly evil i mean rebecca as well you just mm. bossed that you're like right this mm. this is enabled this is yeah. just and worked it out bam bam bam
4: well, my contribution was to ask her to go through it all again, just to create that extra little bit of tension towards the end, because <laughs> otherwise it would have been a minute
0: and a half instead of thirty six seconds. Cheers, Mark! Always so, yeah. ready to be yeah. edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Raise the tension. <laughs> uh, did you enjoy that? Was your first your first um, infinite escape? I
4: did I did? Yeah, yeah? I was frustrated. Yeah. I was frustrated with not being able to remember how to build a mass propulsion, magnetic mass propulsion <laughs> yeah. device. Yeah, <laughs> because I can't I'm sure on, I did at honestly. one point. <laughs> it's like, I've
0: seen those. They used to have I'm, them on Space 1999. How did they make them? <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was very, that was obtuse of me. It was one of those, you know, there's always that weird moment where you're like, well, this is, mm. this is obvious. This bit's obvious. Um, and that was definitely yeah. I was no,
3: thinking
0: was you were my... going to
2: bring in a Halloween theme at some point and I was waiting for it to get ghostly... It didn't.
0: Shit, yeah. And then this is going out on Halloween as piss.
1: Oh, is it? Uh (laughs) Oh, hang on. A a day before Halloween. But yeah, no, I I think because we started this uh, new meta arc thing, we've kind of missed Halloween this year, I think.
0: Well, hang on. Let me add something in for the edit. And also, Mm -hmm. there's a skeleton. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I
4: think... (laughs) I think... think I think the kids will be dressing as space
0: fondlers this Halloween anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks very much for joining us, uh, Rebecca and Mark. It's been lovely having you on. And Ben, you know, he's part of the furniture at this point. Um, (laughs) Thank you to you two listeners for listening. you can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, the room.com. You can also um follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we are at tier underscore podcast. Um if you enjoyed the show, and we hope you did, and you'd like to support us a bit more, then head on over to our patron at the room.com slash patron. Nope, at patron.com slash the infinite escape room. <laughs> <good for> <laughs> <laughs> although we could probably set up the other one as a little subdomain which redirects anyway he said looking at Ben Ben's just nodded yep yeah, that can happen great um, might not happen just to cover up for this fuck up it's probably quicker to edit it out but never mind um, we love you lots and we'll see you next time in the Infinite Escape Room bye bye now Bye-bye. bye bye I didn't have a shaggy dog story in me today but if you really enjoyed the show then why not <laughs> Find yourself some gamma radiation, but really exact gamma radiation. And have it so that your genetic code is damaged in very specific um, binary pattern that if viewed by some sort of DNA analyzer, give a QR code, which will then give people a link to our Twitter, which they can then follow to our website because it's probably a shorter URL to get to the Twitter. And you've only got so much genetic code and you need that for genes and stuff. There you go. That's a Shaggy Dog Story. It's not staying in. Brilliant. Uh, and local people, please stop your local recordings.
4: Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, I forgot all about that.
0: Here we go.